What's good, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee, and I'm here to talk to you about Two Loss Distribution. They are one of the most technologically advanced distributors in music. They distribute to more stores than any distributors around. They distribute, uh, they give you 100% of your royalties. They only charge you $3 a month, and you have an instant option to get an advance from these guys. So if you're watching this and you want to be in the music business and you're trying to figure out how to get help, I'm here to tell you, go to twoloss.com and use the word God's as your coupon code and you get the first three months free what's up it's your girl tamara aka girl from harlem it's your cousin juju and this is ray daniels aka the culture referee and this is the guy show and before we get started let's shout out our sponsor shout out to toten carry shout out to yoko vodka and uh shout out to all the people that's been you know that, that's about to sponsor the pod there's a lot of good stuff going on shout out to the people who are subscribing liking sharing that costs you nothing, but it makes a huge difference with us in this show. So just keep doing that. So if you're listening right now while you're listening or you're watching, share it with somebody. Copy and paste and send it to the family group chat. Send it to Grandma. <laughs> Grandma going to say, hold all these people cursing on here. But today we have a very special guest. I, I'm a, this guy doesn't know this, but I saw a video he did. And I'm, I am a graduate of YouTube University, guys. I want you all to know that. I'm a YouTube University graduate. Like I love YouTube. I love learning. And I seen this guy doing an interview. And, you know, sometimes, Samir, you take your pen and your pad out. You're like, he's about to give us some points on how to make some money. And I'm like, oh, shit. By the time I got the third, and that was 30 seconds in. Then he's like, and then you could do this and this. And, and I was like, I've never seen anybody in my life talk about success and making money more than the gentleman on this show right now. So hopefully he'll give the dreamers listening some game for them to win. Let's give it up for him 500 guys. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, Man, welcome. Thank you for coming by. Most definitely, most definitely. I appreciate y'all having me. What episode was that? What was that? It was an episode you did with Earn Your Leisure. And they kept saying, you're dangerous. <laughs> Remember that? And they kept saying, man, you are. I was like, I'm like, dog, everybody on, it's a, most people on the internet have a niche. Yeah. Your niche to me is the widest because your niche is recession proof, but it's like, it's like a hundred ways to stay recession proof, which is like, like I'm smart at what I do. So when I, I, it takes one to recognize one. So when I seen you, I was like, oh, he's different than everybody. Like, bro, you was, how the fuck do you know so much shit, man? <laughs> bro, work and think. Like I sit there, I, I think, bro, like, and, and figure out ways to win. I don't want to lose at nothing. Mm -hmm. So anything I touch, anything like that recession proof shit is, is to my heart because mm -hmm. we got to be able to win. Like, so often we see people out here, we do shit, but it'd be like, yo, that was one-sided. You put all your eggs in one basket or a two-fold, I got four folds on anything I do. Mm -hmm. It's going to always be like, yo, I got to hit four ways or I ain't doing it. I'm trying to, I'm, Juju, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> it was like, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. I'm like, oh, shit, I could do those things. And then if you go a little deep, you do this, and then this happens. And I'm like, mm -hmm. it was like school. I was like, yo, this motherfucker is different. Were you so, talking about like recession proof stuff before that big recession happened where you were ahead of the game? Thousand percent. So I, I, I've been recession proof. I had the recession proof business since 2017. Okay. I got recession proof because I, at 18, I was in real estate. Mm -hmm. $12,000 check, $14,000 check. I said, oh, it's lit. I'm going to retire by 30. Got my license at 18. Realized the market crash. I got wiped out. I'm fucked up. I had to reposition, figure out how to make money. And I'm like, Ain't no way in hell one industry take a hit and it could ruin my whole life. Mm. That's what made me the recession-proof mindset came from there. Of like, I got to be recession-proof. And so 
everything I did, it was always like two or three different ways I was getting paid off of something. And so as I built my community, it just always was on that. Like, nah, you got to be recession proof. Now we got to dig into that. So the recession hits, you're, you're successful. You're making these checks. They're coming and steady. The housing market crashes. Mm-hmm. I was 18. And you're 18. Like 18, you 19, just go yep. from thinking, okay, I got my life figured out. I'm going to retire. And then 18. So everything's happening in one year, 365 days. About two years. Two so years. from 18 to, to about 2008 when it really just got So when hit. you start getting the, the whispers, like the housing market's going to crash, what's your mindset and what are you thinking? Okay, where am I going to go next? It wasn't even, I didn't even get whispers. I was too young to understand it. Mm. I was ignorant. It just was like people started coming back in and we had to do loan modifications. And I'm like, I just sold you a house. Right. So they like tuition <laughs> buying a house from a fucking dumbass kid. Damn. I'm getting grilled. Like, this is the fucking kid. Kids don't know shit. At first, it was praised. Speaking of high schools, going to churches, talking about real estate, you can get your license. Hung. <sighs> Game change. Damn. So it moved moved forward though into the point where now we at a point where, you know, taking those lessons and being able to educate hundreds of thousands of people. What's good, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. And if you were wondering who this beautiful woman sitting next to me is, is my sister Tiffany Daniels Sai. Let's give it up for my sister. Everybody can clap. This is good. And my sister is, she's the most talented person in the family. And we started a family business, a signature scent company. So if you like smoke a lot of weed in your car and you want to get the scent out, you have to check out these scents. I know guys that use it for the weed. I know people that use it for cologne and everywhere they go to get compliments. We make candles. We make room sprays. We got them in kits. So if you want to buy something for your loved one or anybody, you know, that you care about, hit us up, LorraineCo.com. We're going to put the website at the bottom of it. Uh, but support this black business, support this black woman, and order, I promise you guys. As a matter of fact, use the word gods, and we'll give you 15% off. I just made that up, so if my sister <laughs> face looks crazy, don't get mad at her. I'll eat that, but... Guys, when I tell you this shit is incredible, you really should check this out. The best sense ever. LaRayCo.com. And we'll put it at the bottom of the screen. Thank you. Thanks. In our community, though, is, is, is the biggest blessing to be where we at now because we got to grow in business. How did you repurpose it. your brand in that, in that instance? Because if you, if you take a hit and people were like, if people come back, it's like, man, it's fucking child. <laughs> right. But then you're like, you had to explain to them, like, it wasn't me. It's the bank, how they were processing loans. How, <laughs> right. how brokers right. are processing. It was Chase. They told me, hey, listen, reposition the brand. At that time, I didn't have a brand. I was, I was 19. I moved to Atlanta. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> but, Came to Atlanta 2009. But, but I'll tell you something. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a real fan of yeah. you. And the reason why is because you have so many details about so many things where you get it from like 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 what what happened in your life so our show is for people that have dreams right we have a dreamers out there like we all the dreamers here but you actually have the action the way i have on the music side you have the action on the money side like no one i've ever seen mm. so the, when i say you're like no one i've ever seen that means you had to build that yourself or you had to learn that. And you had your own Mr. Miyagi. Somebody was teaching you. Where did you learn it from? Like, how did you, like, let me tell you, I'm, I'm, cause I want y'all to understand. He talks when, about money like someone that read terms and conditions on everything in the world. <laughs> like he figured out. Didn't skip a letter. It was like, he read every terms. It's it like, they have a code where you do, it's like, it's mm -hmm. ill. Mm. How did you get there? 
paying attention. Like, I wish it was some, I don't know, bro, I was blessed with the ability to think. I, my, man, listen, my strongest point, my wife always say, look, everybody got a brain, but everybody can't think. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, and everybody thinks differently. Yes. And so the way that my, I'm, I'm positioned and wired, I just think like that. Mm. It's quick. It's just like, you know, my wife always tell me, like, look, man, your biggest ability is your ability to think. Like, the way that you can think and process things. Like, I was, I, I had a conversation, and we was talking about music, and motherfucker was like, yo, what can people do differently? Yeah. Like, you're looking at artists and things like that. And I'm like, yo, I'd be in the club. And I literally was in the club, this was probably about a year ago. Shit pissed me off, because I seen niggas come in. I ain't going to say the artists, but whole group with them, everybody with them. But all these niggas had the same ego. Mm. Like how the fuck you got the ego like the artist, nigga? You probably worth a soft ten thousand. <laughs> That's real. And That's you niggas walk like, crazy. like you them. Even the one, the homeboys that get money, you probably got a soft hundred, but you acting like you the nigga. Yeah. And I watched them all walk in, and it was like, like they was God's gift to the room. Yeah. And I said, "That's why these niggas go broke." Yes. I said, "Ain't no way." I said, "I go in the room." If a, if somebody with me, yeah. you got two or three jobs. My security, my personal trainer, and he's my motherfucking barber. Mm. When we on the road, he got two or three jobs. Guess what? We got iCloud accounts on iPhones. When we go out, if you get a contact or a plug, put in the phone. I looked at the artist and I said, before these niggas would touch a bottle, one of these mans should have been at the DJ booth. Mm. Other man should have been with the promoters. And getting a contact, why? Because I'm with them. It's no, It would mean nothing more for an A-list artist guy to come up and get my contact how proud proud i'm gonna be yeah. and i'm tapped in with someone so i'm tapped in with so-and-so yeah boom i said nigga y'all don't got to get your personal cell phone out i need to control it all y'all get an iphone we're gonna have one icloud account every city we go to we got the club we got the promoters we got the dj and we got the security y'all niggas go get their contact somebody else we need to have a jv if you my man and and we going out why I'm paying my, my role manager to go get money? Mm-hmm. He's a manager, nigga. You my, you my mans. Yeah. Go get the money, but set an LLC up. Let's yeah. us set up a JV where we got a business together. If I'm getting 50000 to show up, I'm giving you five. Yeah. Make them pay you five. Yeah. Our business just generated 55000 Yeah. I take my forty-five. You take your ten. put it in your account. But guess what? Now we got a taxable income. Now you could buy a house. Mm-hmm. Now you could buy your mama house. When when I go buy my mama house, my man's want to buy his mama house. Mm-hmm. But this is how we start to now. Guess what? Your network your net worth is growing. Your value is growing to the contribution you make to this team. Mm-hmm. So we not making moves based off of just me. Yeah. Now guess what? When my buzz die, you set up a whole touring company. You also got the the other people in the club. Yo, my man with me. He in town. He can come. You got a, a back end bag for him, ten, fifteen thousand. Yeah. You we gonna get paid off of that. So you didn't build a relationship. You got a relationship. With the entourage niggas is friends with everybody, in other entourages. Yep, nigga, you friends with everybody in other entourages except the people who bring us the money. Mm. But now guess what? You control the touring. Y'all got jobs on DJs and things like that. Anytime we go into a city or we want to go have fun, all we do is look in our phone and go, Philly. Mm-hmm. Now we tapped it. We got 15 people from Philly who got a bag for us. It's one, it's all in iCloud. It's it's not your personal phone. It's the, the, the work phone. Yeah. One iCloud account, you Philly, DJ, promoter, boom, boom. 
and you literally run a bag up like yeah. that. But it, you run it like an operation instead of coming in like, oh, we got 100000 to be here. Cool, you got 100000 to be here, but he got 100000 When you could have realistically generated two, 300000 over the lifespan from this one event, yes. you took a one-transaction deal and you want to act like we divas. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. And I said, man. <laughs> you get an idea how you see, I'm trying, see how it goes down so, a long I rabbit hole. Yeah, no, I was trying to tell you, like, it's crazy. Yeah, question pertains I'm to that, like, man. I might so be able to make some money if you, if you can see it from that, that, that aspect, then why haven't you stepped in as far as on a consultant side for these, mm-hmm. these independent labels that are like the QCs early on or the, the uh, South Coast music groups where you're like, okay, I understand the business, the business model and the business structure, but I can actually help create processes to make this efficient. 100%. That's why I'm here today. Because <laughs> I want them to be comfortable enough to come and ask because mm-hmm. we brothers. And it's like, we, we, it's not a, it's inferior for some people. They got the, I'm up and I don't want to ask for help. Absolutely. And it's not that, like, and I pay the respect and homage that I went into the studio and seen what these dudes do. And the genius that it takes to do what you do. You don't have time to study what I what I study and know. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that I'm sm- because I'm smarter at this than you. I couldn't go in and do what you guys do. You've mastered something. Yeah. yeah. But we got to be willing to ask for help Agreed. to say, hey, this ain't this ain't I'm weak. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't weak. Like motherfucker made a comment. Somebody made a comment about an artist, right? And they was like, I wonder if how they if they just paid to get in or if they kids is smart. And I said, do you understand what it takes for an artist of that caliber to create music for this amount of time, to harmonize and be able to communicate, to understand beats and be on point sonically, right for other women artists at that too? I said, yo, check this out. Your nigga probably went to fucking Howard. I don't care if went to Harvard. All these degrees, MBAs, masters, and they couldn't communicate to their wife about their emotional mm. feeling and things like that to say they fucking life. Mm. You think that you smarter than a, a nigga who communicates for a living? You could never. That's a fact. Not those that really operate. It's strengths and weaknesses. That's but a fact. You niggas, you may know this, but it's a certain part of my brain that I can use that you could never. So I want to ask you something. So based on your position, why do you care about music? Because if I knew what you do, <laughs> if I knew what you knew, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be fucking with you, broke peasants. I would be because. Let me tell you why I say that. Because I'm being funny, but the reality, and Juju knows this, is is that the music business. My biggest frustration is that it is the most low vibrational business in the world. Right? Like, remember when they did Oscar So White? Mm-hmm. The reason why they was able to do that is because the film business. You still have to have some form of education, okay. some form of training, some form of talent. And they have their rules. In the music business, you've tapped on something that I don't even think a lot of people think about. Most managers are only managers because they were in the proximity. Like, mm. it wasn't like the right people found each other. It was like, like Will Smith famously says, his manager, by the way, who became worth half a billion, he was the only guy that had a car that could drive Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff to their shows. Yep. So that's why he became that manager. Now, don't get me wrong. He honored the process. JL honored the process. He became one of the most powerful black men in Hollywood. But at the end of the day, he was the neighbor. So a lot of these guys that I feel like you, by the way, that's why I talk on this show. Because yeah. you'll see a nigga that manages a superstar and you'll be thinking he got to know something. Nah, brother, he was just such and such cousin. Yep. 
he was just he was just in the right time at the right place and he knew someone that knew someone and that's how he got it and you so how can you be arrogant the reason why i'm arrogant i'm being honest with you i built mine when i started managing the guys i managed they was working at party city they weren't even working they was begging they was literally living like in studios so i took them there so that's why if you ever hear me say i always say we we wrote we did because that was that's our team but a lot of these guys are just like i know a guy right now i ain't gonna say his name but he is so up and he's only up because his producer found an artist that he was developing on his own and he managed the producer and the artist wound up blowing up and he took the artist from the producer Mm -hmm. And he's up. So for me, it's like, as big as your artist is right now, I don't respect you. Because you didn't build that. You took that. Mm. Ain't no, you ain't no different than Christopher Columbus, my nigga. Like, you didn't discover nothing. That's Somebody true. was building it, and you just took it, and you put your name on it. That's cool. The world respects you. But like Pac said, you and I know what's going on. Mm. And that, so for me, when you speak about the game, I'm like, damn. Even that, I'm like, how did you pick that up so fast? Like, you have, what's your sign? Gemini. Don Vito was hoping. I was say you. He sound like a Virgo. I'm like, but, but my point is, is like, I'm and and I'm self-taught, so you can tell when someone is telling you what they was told and someone figured it out because that conversation comes off so confident. It's different. So yeah. when you talk, you talk like someone that was like, man, fuck this, man. I'm about to go learn this shit. My motherfucker, ain't nobody gonna tell me what it is going forward. That's why I was asking, like, what put that in you, like, because that 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 is different. For me, it was fear. I ain't gonna lie. Like, my biggest fear is going back to where I came from and people saying, nigga, I knew you want shit. Mm -hmm. That's my biggest fear. That's what makes me wake up every morning and like, nigga, act like I'm drowning. Like, nigga, I'm not going back. Mm -hmm. What motivates you? You asked a question earlier that I want to answer too, though, because you said music is the lowest vibration. Why do you give a fuck? Mm -hmm. Right? Man, we got shirts that say rapper, athlete, both of them crossed out. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Love Entrepreneur. Those I did too. Now I hate the motherfuckers. <laughs> I can cuss too. I'm on the guys show. I can talk my shit. So I, so I said now, it's not that I hate them, but I said, why would I care about the music industry? I was on tour last year and I said, they can figure out. I got 99 problems, but a, what is it? Bitch ain't, Bitch ain't one. Started from the bottom. Now we here. Yeah. Okay. FICO stands for fair. And I said, this is where it gets real. Because now when I start saying fair, Isaac, boom, 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 our community, they didn't know. Mm -hmm. I said, we don't got an issue learning. We just chose to learn the wrong shit. Yes. And everybody said yes. And then I said, nigga, you the problem. Because if you are educating people and everything that you know, and you just now identify, it took me a year to figure this shit out. Mm. I reposted the video. And when I reposted it, it went crazy again. And I, and I, Look and be like, what's the impact of this? Yeah. And I said, hey, dumbass. They know all those words because they listen to music. Yes. And they're trained to listen to music. And this is what we this is how we consume information. So why your stupid ass don't put it in the music? Instead, you're fighting a battle instead of you trying to give somebody medicine that they don't want to take versus putting it in the candy that they already like. Edutainment. So I already understood that when I did the conferences. I just never conveyed it into an aspect of like learning. Yes. So I said, okay, it's not, I'm not going to change the way that they learn. Mm. Change the way that you teach. Yes. I can't control them. I only can control me. This is the part of like 
with the wealth therapy side is like it really make me hone in on myself. Mm-hmm. So when I do it, I'm just like I control me. So I look at me. So that was that's what made me go. Okay, wait a minute. We got something with music because it's an injection into our community. Mm. It's just how we choose to do it. So now it goes. That message was dope. What I said, and it was 100 percent right. Mm-hmm. But my approach to it was wrong because mm. this is the only thing I can control. So I said. I gotta learn music. Mm. It's gonna be like a rapping textbook. Like, what kind of music? Are Info you... rap. Yep. Info rap. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm over here. Like, so you gonna have a song about credit and building and getting it right? Just you, information. You know what I mean? And it don't gotta be because, like, look, I'm a nigga. So <laughs> I, I come out of the. I come out of my environment. I talk my shit. Like, it ain't about. It's, it's bigger than money. Yeah. Tell me, it's like, listen. Dog, I did $35 million plus in the last three years. Mm. At this point, the music couldn't make me money. Mm-hmm. But I said, I still ain't losing. Mm. Dog, I did a I did a song with Ross and Mozzie. I did my mastermind in Rick Ross' house. It was mm-hmm. $25,000 to attend. To that was yours? Out. I did a master. No, no. He got the boss up okay. conference. Right. I got another one. I did mine. Got you. Say, yo, mastermind at the promised land, mm-hmm. special guest Rick Ross, 25000 Made about $300,000 off that event. Shot mm. my music video there. Wow. At the same time. Mm. So they got to witness me shoot the video. At the same time, we went down into the portion of the house, had the chef. We learned and we educated all day and did business. But that was the kickoff of my mastermind. I did $300,000. That paid for my verse. That paid for my music video, everything. I'm already up in the music industry. Most niggas go 10 years to make $300,000. You get a deal and got to lose it to taxes. That's real. <laughs> I'm already up. I'm not gonna lose. That's real. I told you, you're ill. <laughs> and I just said it's so all on the positioning. You, so if you're really trying to shake shake shit up, I think another way is like audits. Like labels get scared of audits, right? So if you understand the financial aspect of because and we talked about this earlier, a lot of people don't even understand the, the different verticals of generating revenue in the music business. So if you understand it from from this side and you can speak the language, like you you, I call it your dual, your bilingual. You okay. can speak nigga and you can speak corporate. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's bilingual. Yeah, 100%, so if 100%. you can do that, if you can do that, you got an artist that you have an artist that, that has went and did a, a million dollar deal in 2015, and they haven't seen a royalty since 2015. But you know that there's other verticals that make generating revenue. You, I think where the strong suit is, if you're really trying to shake shit up, it's like now you teach this nigga now, like, hey, this is how we about to run a real audit on your label and run a, a ex, express. Uh, this is where you're missing money from. They have ancillaries on this. They have perpetuity in this. And, like, really break down and say, oh, my nigga, they owe you instead of, mm-hmm. nah, you could have been got out of this contract. Because I feel like what, what people are missing, they don't understand. They don't know where the money's coming from. So all they're expecting is, like, oh, I know I got an option. And with that option, it's like, okay, more money comes with that option. But they don't understand what's tucked inside of that option, I'm saying. And, and, and the gentleman, what you're saying, the reason why I, so I, it's funny because I had a, not even a dream. I saw you rap. You remember you dropped the acapella freestyle or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So I heard that, and I remember thinking like, hold on, how could that work? So I swear to God, I'm home, and I'm like, how the fuck could we did work? Because I do feel like we are superheroes. Mm-hmm. Like, I do feel like, and I feel like if you are a superhero that's trying to educate someone in the world that I, like, like if you're Superman and you're coming to Gotham City, I'm like, let me help him. Right. That's what, so I was. I didn't even. You didn't even know that. I didn't even know you was doing the interview. By the way, I just was thinking like, damn. Let me see. If I can help. And I remember I was like, yo, bro. And then randomly, I'm listening to a podcast, and somebody says, "Paid in full." 
And then when I think about paid in full, first thing went to my head was doom, doom, to doom, 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 to doom. Swear. Then you drop a freestyle to that beat. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I commented, I was like, bro. And what I think you should do is, I think you should take classic hip hop beats, right? Whether they braggadocious or whether they whatever, and the place that you sit, I think the worst thing that you could do is try to give them something, give them soup in a different kind of plate. I think that's the worst thing. So I think you almost got to give it to them on a, on a classic beat. So it's like, like I never forget, by the way, it works because Master P did it when he did Mama Mama Made Crack Like This. Same beat, by the way. He could have said make money like this. Mm -hmm. He chose to say make crack and they went on to teach you how to make crack. <laughs> like get you a baking soda put you a cup of baking soda like I remember thinking like that was like the first time I was like I don't think I could like cause this is where I'm one like one crack commandments but like a yeah, remix credit that, but that's what I'm saying though like the 10 finance commandments the mm -hmm. ten, like making records like that and then putting your own shit in there and then giving people the opportunity to jump at it mm -hmm. so now it's like I'm singing about it it's like it's a cheat code like it's like when we did Sierra Level Up like it was like how do you make Sierra so who black girls don't really, they don't love like they love Beyonce for whatever reason. How do you make black girls come back to her table, especially after she just left Future? Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like, man, she, she left the coolest thing around her. How do you make it? You take the ghettoist. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Throw that ass in the circle. Like, you ain't seeing no white people dancing that song. That's like <laughs> ghetto black girls in America. Take that. Yeah. Put her messaging on. Mm -hmm. Level up. Level up. Level up. Level up. Five. And then now... They feel familiar. They dance into it like they would to fuck it up. But the messaging was level up. Mm -hmm. So it's cheat codes in how to make records. So mm -hmm. I was like, man, take 10 songs, 10 crack commandments, and put your shit in there. Same flow, same whatever. The crazy part is that because you are a financial guy, they're just going to think you're giving them their candy and their vegetables and candy wrap. So they, but if the shit is good, niggas will start singing it. And then all of a sudden, you started a revolution. Mm -hmm. uh, and to me, I want to be a part of a revolution like that. I want to be a part of like, the only thing, I hate the music business, by the way. Mm -hmm. I hate it because it's not about how smart you are. Mm. Like, you're going to, as I'm listening to you talk, I'm like, bro, he don't even know. He don't, dog, this is the worst business in the world. Because he don't even know I'm, he the reason I'm in it. Oh. For real? That's crazy. You, you, you said something, too. Because you said... Y'all had the debate about the King of Atlanta. Yep. Future. T uh, not Future. T.I.G.Z. Yeah. T.I.G.Z. and Gucci. And everybody said <laughs> T.I. because he created trap music. I said, ha, I'm creating info rap. Mm. Hard. I create my own lane. Nigga, that's know. hard. That's hard. So I said. That's hard. Create info rap. Bet. Got it. I said, create a lane. That now when people copy and duplicate what I do, I give them a lane to follow. Mm -hmm. Once I build out the distribution, where it goes, different places that we can put it and, and make money off of it, that's one thing. And I said, okay, but exactly what you just said, like that I'm listening to you and you said something like, she said 10 crack commandments. Like we wrote that out before we have a lesson on that, mm. on like the 10 credit commandments, the 10 different commandments mm. that we different, that we have. But, it's going, we still got to pierce the industry of music. Yeah, have to. So you see, I got a song with LaRussell mm -hmm. that he put out. Mm -hmm. I said, I need my name in the music industry. A lot of us don't 
pay attention to SEO. Yep. So we don't pay attention to like, yo, how do we SEO? Okay, name the song Him 500. You could big up me at the end, but name the song Him 500. I'll work on doing my thing. And as the song goes, people who listen to you in the music industry now just get familiar with Him 500. Before I dropped this song with Ross, that ain't even out. Yeah. I done had a year and a half. Yeah. I'm just building and stacking my archive and I'm going, but my name is now SEO in music. So yes. it's not just this, it's boom. So we here. So I'm just looking at all the different verticals that I get to play at and then how I'm going to, then I create my monetization back in off like, yo, how am I going to get my money out of this shit? Yeah. And so, but I have to analyze all verticals. I got to know it. Yeah. So like, I got to understand like going into it, the kind of flow, the 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 kind of instruments, the, the music I want to make. Then I got to understand like, how do I rank my name and get it in here? Things like that. So I'm just learning. Like I'm learning, like somebody put me on, it was like, yo, put it on JPay too. Like you push it on JPay and you realistically can drop an album. Then you can strip it and make it a speech and drop your speeches because the shit you saying can go acapella and you can yeah. almost put it on the speech side and put it into the prison systems and things. Absolutely. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm starting to learn how to monetize it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's my big thing now, like learning all the verticals. So when we had this conversation, what you just said was like how Sierra did it was a great example. And now it's going to be that stuck with me. Mm -hmm. I can't unforget it. So now I'm thinking like. So what, think what happens now? What happens now? Because I, I heard you say LaRussell. I ain't got nothing against LaRussell. Okay. Yeah. Who doesn't make good music? You said he <laughs> I don't? I know he was yeah. So I can't. I gotta hold disagree. Hold on. No, okay. no. Hold on. Okay, hold on. so he's saying he doesn't make good music. That he's a good rapper, though. Yeah. Okay. Good rapper, bad music. Okay. Two different mm -hmm. like it's opinion. This is what. Yeah. But what happens now if you go and you take somebody like a money man who's talked about mm. credit and talked about scamming, and you go with, with the money man, you say, okay, we're gonna change the mindset. Don't of make good music, huh? But I'm saying, but, but <laughs> no, you, I just had to flip it on you because no, music is subjective. That's why I was like, it's kind of like, yeah. So, but but I'm saying, like, from a standpoint where where people like, it's so funny because I hear people in the hood all the time talking about, oh, money man taught me how to fix my credit, and I'm like, listen, money man to fix your credit, right? That's but then you, they're like, oh, hey, money man taught me about cryptocurrency, where it's like you're going and you're infiltrating it, uh, the, these artists on that side where mm -hmm. you can actually teach them something for that message. <laughs> so you're trying to convince them to do it with so Money right Man because yeah. he's doper than you than no, 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 the rest no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure I understand. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, like I'm not personally... Money Man and you not... Right. He's not. He's not. He's not. Empire. No. I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, 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 literally, like, literally, if you, because you're talking about where it starts with, right? If, if you're in the hood, if you're down on Cleveland Avenue, right? If somebody on Cleveland Avenue, are they going to listen to Russell or are they going to listen to Money Man? Depends so, on where you are, but forget he's from Stockton. I'm, I'm from Northern California. So and that's where Lil Russell's from, and the music is where it come from. Where are you from? Come on, I'm from North Carolina. Come on. Okay, so your style, you got to understand the culture that he speak to is different, and the the energy that he bring is different. It's it's us. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's it's different. It's like Mac Dre, niggas. I put Mac Dre on my top five greatest rappers of all time list, and niggas be mad. But it's and like this us. That's up. That's, that's what real. I'm saying. That's you see what I'm saying? That's and real. so it'd be like, yo, be like, say what you want, but. You know, shit, for her, I, this, he got lyrics that forever will be embedded in my life. Gotcha. So coming out of our area and, and how we raise is different. But outside of that, like, you look at Money Man has a dope brand. And, I, and I, it, that's definitely a person. No, no, no. But no, he's the example mm -hmm. of somebody who's been able to do it because he's smart. He get money. He do his thing. So And he teaches and really does give insight. But he gives some shit that can lay niggas down the wrong path, right? Mm -hmm. So we look at it and that's cool. 
but I'm a hustler. I'm a businessman. With LaRussell, this nigga's a businessman. Mm-hmm. This nigga's not a rapper. Just a businessman who make music. Absolutely. And you look at the developments that he does in the, in the brain that he has to have to, to, to produce what he produces, we'll be able to impact a lot more lives. It, this shit ain't about the money for me. The shit that he's creating impacts more lives by, by creating technology companies and things like that. These is routes to get to 100 million and not have to be on living a certain lifestyle. I don't want to ride with niggas and, and get in a sprinter and everybody smell like weed. Like, nigga, I smell immaculate, and I want to always keep my shit That's like real. that. That's real. You see what I'm saying? So the way I carry myself in certain environments is that it's certain environments that I don't want to be totally immersed in. Mm-hmm. Fuck with rap, everything, but smoking, I know we'd be around it, but that's not my no, brand. But, but that's, what, that's why I asked the question. I asked the question. Because the lifestyle that come with certain people and certain so, artists. But, if you're, but my thing is, like, expressing the message, right? Jesus had to get down with the... Jesus had to hang out with the, with the oh. prostitutes. He had to hang out with the dope and boy. He had like this? he had to hang. So the, my thing is like now, if you want to spread the message, you have to kind of kind of climb into those hundred percent. So that's why I say like like the money man is the yo. Listen, it's I think I probably DM'd him already. A hundred percent. That's a yeah. But 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 he you both are right. But I understand where he's from, and I also think I disagree with you about La Russell. I think La Russell's brand is built on business. Now, for him to go to another level, he has to format, he has to make songs, right? Yeah. Like right now, he's rapping. By the way, LaRussell's my bro. So, it's as, you, as y'all talking, I'm like, I need to text him and tell him let's do an album together. Because <laughs> it's like, I, I know the problem, but mm-hmm. if you, you got, it's just format. Mm-hmm. Music is format first. And when you're a rapper, you think lyrics and what I got to say first. And, you need, and if you want to be a successful rapper, you got to think, format so yeah. when 50 has a song and the first and thing he says go shawty it's your birthday like that's format mm-hmm. that's him formatting an intro then he goes into the club mm-hmm. to the hook then verse hook so by the time we a minute and 12 minute and 15 seconds in we've heard the hook twice now mm-hmm. i know that might feel like nothing but I just, a minute and now you know the hook mm-hmm. and it's easy to sing and it's slow so mm-hmm. to me when i'm making music like i understand it's like I understand the secrets of making music the way you understand the secrets of making money. I wish I knew the secrets of making money better <laughs> because I know how to make music dope because that's easy because it's really just programming. It's just like, what's our hook? What are we trying to say? What's our messaging? All right, let's put this here in a melodic way. All right, Russell, rap here. Well, I, use, I got 16 bars. Give me 12. <laughs> give me 12 and give me 12 ABC bars. Mm-hmm. And then, well, I'm a MC. Okay, well, then Jay-Z first biggest record that broke him out was from standing on the corners blocking to dropping some of the hottest verse New York has ever heard. Like, he understood. Well, he probably didn't understand, but once he slowed it down, he became iconic. And Rutler Russell was great at that, but I would love to make music with him. I would make music with you I, because I see what you're saying, but I have the anecdote because we got to feed. We, mm. we got to feed the people something that's feeding them. Absolutely. Like, nigga, I, I always say this on the show, Jay-Z Freeway. Nigga, we still hustle till the sun comes up. Crack mm-hmm. a 40 when the sun goes down. It's a cold. Like, it's like, nigga, we hustling. Niggas ain't hustling no more. They rapping about how they spending. Yeah. Nigga, show me how you got it. Mm-hmm. So now I can make it. Don't tell me, like, when Jay-Z was like, remember the line where he says, he was like, your single, you, you sold your single, my, I sold my single for $4.99, you sold your single for 99 cent. Like shit that I never thought about. Like when he said, when Nas, he said, on that, he said, I probably make more money off your, no, the Mace. He said, I probably make more money off your album than you. Like, that was, that was like, hold the fuck up. 
What the like? And then, as a, I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. And then he started running through it. So for me, it's like we need that in the ecosystem. We need. I have a 14 year old son. I want my son to play that and be like, Dad, I heard from a record. Mm-hmm. This is how to make money in the music. That's dope to me. Facts. We don't have that no more. Now everybody's like, I'm rich. I'm rich and my bitch is rich and we all rich and we all got brands and we all making money. And it's like, you ain't, you, if you a hero, bro, you don't make a million dollars and go back to your hood and show it off. You make a million dollars and go back to your hood and teach them how to make it. That's the, that's the difference between Absolutely. a hero and a fucking villain. Absolutely. Because a villain going to come in and show y'all I made a million and say, bow down to me now and do what I say. Mm-hmm. And a hero going to be like, let me show y'all how to get it. The niggas that was the biggest dope boys in my hood that was getting money is in recession proof. Yep. Because, and they like, yo, this shit you put us on, they traveling, always been fly, get money, but now they got credit and doing credit repair and using Amexes and traveling and, and taking their family on trips and just, it's different when they like, nigga, we believe because you did it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, nigga, we gave you 5000 to come be in this shit. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't call and ask for a favor. We sent you the 5000 We They showing up at events. I'm like, like, bro, we in here. I look around, I'm like, these is the niggas that had candy-painted cars with the, <laughs> the Louis Vuitton tops. Three, four candy-painted old schools, and you that nigga. Like, y'all was the, the heroes in my neighborhood. Mm. But for me to be able to go out and they look and respect that was like, yo, it's different. The impact, like you said, you got to be able to go back with a formula. It's not, yo, I never looked at it like I made money, and this is, makes me better or makes me great. I made money helping other people make money. Mm-hmm. Like I'm only I'm only great because y'all great. Yes. So mm-hmm. as we get money together, it's it's dope. But like you just said, see how he like the S like sitting between y'all is crazy because I got exactly what you said. And then he just explained it to me and said, he just told me, Hey, the, the beginning, I know when I create content, hooks, mm-hmm. things I say. Oh man, God gave his battles to his strong only to his strongest soldiers. God gave his hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then it goes, what? I agree. And now people go, wait a minute. He said God and he said a cuss word. <laughs> 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 so I'm like, somebody fit to, somebody fit to feel it. I don't care, but we're gonna have a conversation about it. And then I led into, look, man, you you thinking that God gave you the strongest battle when your ass went out and got drunk and was late to work and got fired. Nigga, God didn't give you that battle. Your lack of accountability did. Absolutely. Motherfucker said, oh, I'm fighting demons. You're not fighting demons, nigga. You got a perk addiction. Mm-hmm. You on coke, and they told you not to smoke weed. It was a, it was a gateway drug. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, you know, if he see me to it, he going to get me through it. He didn't see you to them perks, nigga. <laughs> he did not bring you there. That's not he what didn't God take was you there. <laughs> you got there because you started smoking weed when they told you not to. He told you not to smoke weed. It's a gateway drug. I thought the people that, because I said the guy shit, would be a little more like, but they was like, we agree. Them fucking potheads was pissed. Weed is not a gateway drug. <laughs> Here you niggas go. Y'all the easiest to, to, to crush. <laughs> ain't arguing with y'all. I thought it was going to be, the, I was like, I don't want to have to argue God. But I'm like, they was like, nah. It's 100% fact. We got to take accountability. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I said, weed is a gateway drug. That's why you're on coke now. 
They was like, we ain't no, most people who smoke, do coke, don't even like weed. No more. Uh, like, <laughs> don't they, do anything they, no more. Yeah. they moved on. They don't do shit. I have wow. a real question. So, and I don't want you to get offended by it, but I want to know, like, what would you gain from doing music? Like, you're already rich. You already have the rock star kind of rapper lifestyle. What do you really want to gain from going into the music industry? More reach. More like, reach. It, it puts me into more households, it puts me into into more of my community of us. So at this point, it's not, like I said, the money will come, but it's the reach and the impact. Mm-hmm. And, and what I understand now is that, like, if you look and pay attention last year, like, I really don't sell and, and do things anymore. It's more so like, yo, how can I build business models out and extend up the ladder? Mm-hmm. I'm on the road trying to get $100 million. I don't get $100 million by one-off sales. Mm-hmm. So what I start to look at is my reach and my impact has to grow. So in order for me to go into certain deals and say, look, like, fuck it. I won because I told my people how to benefit from the bank. Mm. I didn't tell. I'm not working with y'all. See, y'all banking products and y'all come and give us what works for you in your favor. We go and make shit work in our favor. These are the institutions we need to use. These are the ones who pull from this credit bureau. This is how they, they lending criteria work. This is what they focus on. So we know who to go to and why. So when I look at a bank and I say, yo, when I told people go to Charles Schwab because American Express got a platinum with Charles Schwab and it's the only way you're going to get two business Charles Schwab's, I mean, two American Express business accounts, get one here, get one with Charles Schwab, use your points and redeem them for a higher interest on Charles Schwab because it's an investment account. So you get more money taking the points and putting on Charles Schwab. I told people that. So we start using that to our benefit, even if you wasn't trading what the fuck? If I'm not in investing in, in doing stocks, I don't care about Charles Schwab. I'm telling you why and because this is how it benefits us. Mm. So now you got banks like Greenwood that are like, okay, we got to invest in platform. Okay, if you got to, if Greenwood has an investing platform and I look at it and I go, cool. If y'all got to invest in platform, you're going to have to sweeten the deal for people to come. So I tell people now, go bank with Greenwood because they're trying to develop. And in order for them to develop and grow, they're going to have to sweeten the pot for you. So they're going to have to insert some kind of credit that's going to come to where they're going to give us lines of credit and more access to capital so we can actually grow and grow our businesses and grow our checking and savings account on our earned income. But they also are going to have to come out with something for investing. They, well, they're coming out with something for investing. I've seen them. I got to do a video on them. They launching an investing platform. And I said, I told you, these fintech banks have to fight for market share, like Navy Federal. Everybody's what's, a, what's a fintech bank for somebody that's listening? A fintech bank is like the your your tech banks. They're not your standard Wait, like ally. Yeah. Online. Online banks. Okay. So it's your it's your it's your it's your finance technology companies. So it's so with those, it's like you start to realize they don't have brick and mortar locations. Mm-hmm. Right. So they gotta fight different. Navy Federal fought by giving everybody money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everybody know, oh, you'll get a bag from Navy Federal. Cool. But now People got to compete with them. So let's go get a bag from all the competitors that's trying to take over. Now, if you got, let's just talk to music. You got label, you got artists. You got to, it shit costs. So, but for me, I understand it. But then I got to build, in order for me to impact my community, like I can reach people through music, that's one way. But it got to be more than that. So I said, okay, what are the formulas that's needed for people that go into music? Because everybody in my community leans on music. 
but do they understand go high level to where they understand to create text campaigns, to understand how to create Ringler's voicemails, to be able to send phone calls, to understand how to create nurture campaigns instead of always having to go do every fucking radio show and podcast. When nigga, if I got three, four million people on my list, fuck your listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm going directly to the people who fuck with me. I'm sending them, okay, uh, future, you got a song coming out. S- send a message. Hey, it's Pluto. This, that, I got a single. I seen that you, you fucked with this. You're going to love this shit. Here go a sample, and you play it on the fucking phone. Yeah, it's unreleased. Nobody heard this shit yet but you because you fuck with me. Bam, and hang the phone up. Mm. Now guess what they do? Text message comes in while we're talking. Here goes the link. If I got 3 million people, and I convert at fucking 10% out of 3 million people and sell you something for a dollar, I'm selling it right to your phone. Mm. Talking independence, like, there's things that you can do or just understanding how to campaign, how to send the emails, the text, and, and get their attention Wrap them in and say, huh, go listen to my shit now. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, these niggas cheating. Mm. These niggas just, because the labels is doing it. They're already doing it, understanding how to distribute your content. And oh, it's the machine behind this. Nigga ain't a machine. It's a, it's a, it's a fucking computer mm-hmm. that your dumb ass could fucking learn if you just somebody on your team go listen and go learn. Mm-hmm. We teach you for free. But we ain't listening to a nigga who is over there talking that business shit. But we'll listen to a nigga who rapping, getting money like us. Because if you getting money like us and you getting more than me, then I need to know. So I got to get in your lane to be like, I bet you ain't do this. Or a nigga get a text and be like, bro, how you send this to me like this? Mm-hmm. It's just the way we think. It got to. So that's my biggest thing is like, how do I get into this industry? Because it's where all of our people hang at. And it's the one inspiration that outside of sports where they go to. So I'm going to ask you, I got two questions for you. And they both, I'm going to challenge your mind. Okay. All right. The first thing is, I'm a rapper. I got signed, and my advance is 200K. What should I do? And then the second question is, so you can contemplate, you can answer either one you want, and the second question is, if I'm in fucking Little Rock, Arkansas, I have no access to nothing, and I just need capital to try to do this, what would you tell that person to do? You answer either one. First, how you want to? The one with no capital to do nothing. I'm gonna tell him don't don't get access to capital if you ain't already got none. If mm. you ain't getting money, you can't go get somebody else's money and think you are gonna make that shit work. Nigga, it ain't gonna work. So what about mm. the people that's out here saying, "Let me show you how to take a no name artist and get you three hundred thousand dollars in thirty days"? Cool, that no name artist in sixty days would be three hundred thousand dollars in debt. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, you fucked. Him. <laughs> It's what you did. You did. You you put him on a a a a, a, a fucking suicide mission. Mm-hmm. I agree. By the way, I don't. I don't like, think you should. I, I would say, I don't think you should ask for money until you learn how to make money. If you can, if you can't make ten dollars, you ain't gonna make a hundred thousand. Yep. You got to learn how to make something with nothing. Something got to be in place where you got to understand capital. Because you said like he got no money and he want to get capital so he can make it work. If you haven't been able to make it work with nothing, you can go drive for Uber um, and, and, and generate what you want. It's people who make $60,000, $70,000 a year on Uber who are dedicated to it. It's the top 20% make $70,000 plus a year on Uber. Mm-hmm. Average household in America make $35,000. Mm. That's double. And itself is something that you can control. So I would tell that artist is this. Figure out how to invest in yourself but then figure out how to get to where you can control your own numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't care when I drop it's not about I need to get millions of streams. Can I drop just like someone, somebody with me mm-hmm. and figure out a system or a, a strategy 
to get more listeners and more views? Can mm -hmm. I figure out how to generate leads who are people are interested in my music? If I can learn how to generate leads and put them into a system where I can say, okay, if I send them this, I know I'm going to get 2,000 listens. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go get 2,000 downloads as soon as I send this off because these are people who are interested. Mm -hmm. I can get on social media like Soldier Boy when he was mi mislabeling people's songs. Mm -hmm. Can I get now? It's like I can go on TikTok or I'm, I'm in Arkansas and the closest city to me, I don't know if it's New Orleans, but there's a food play Memphis, page there. Memphis would be closest. Memphis. Memphis, mm -hmm. Memphis is a, it's, it's a thousand Memphis music pages. Yep. It's, it's Memphis food pages. I don't want to go on the Memphis food pages. I mean, music pages. I want to go on the Memphis food pages. I want to cross-pollinate something that has nothing to do with what I do and introduce them and disrupt their flow. When I disrupt this food page, you came to look at lamb chops and motherfucker, you get my monkey ass on here rapping. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And so since, and now I put my food and I'm sitting here rapping, two things going to happen. Either you're going to like my music or you're going to hate it. Yep. But, also, what's going to happen is you're going to say, people going to get in the comments and say, we ain't here for that. Mm -hmm. Show me the lamb chops. Yep. Where the fuck the mimosas and shit at? Like, yep. So guess what? Now we start having that dialogue. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to say, relax. Like, he act, this is he promoting. Yeah. Or should I actually like this music? Yeah. It now disrupts this page, and now hopefully the algorithm picks it up. Mm -hmm. If you got a track on your page, like a, a, a Facebook pixel, you could track traffic that's coming through your page from everybody who listened to it. So now you got these people coming through where you can target them with advertising. What's a Facebook pixel? I never pixel. heard of that. So a pixel is like a track. Let's just say it's a tracking device that Facebook gives you to put onto your Instagram. So anybody who comes through, it's a link and it'll track. You get it if, through the business suite, Facebook business suite, meta gotcha. business suite. Meta okay, business so you got so you gotta have a business account. A meta on, business account. Okay, got you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you come through, you you was on Memphis food page and you came to my page. Well, since you came to my page, if I turn on. $10 a month, $100 a month on advertisement. Everybody who then came to my page, I just run retargeting campaigns mm -hmm. to just get you more familiar and make awareness. If I see that I can make this work and people are actually rocking with me, this shit got to be good and people got to like it. So you got to figure out what works for you. Yep. This is how you test it to see if your music actually works. Exactly. If it works, then I can say, okay, I know what works. I know what people want to hear from me. And once I can do this, I can double down because I can create lookalike audiences for people who like my music, every interest that they're in, every place that they hang out online, and now I'm hammered. Yes. And so now I can pump and get money behind it. Mm -hmm. But the first thing is not just go get capital. It's figure out, work your, bust your ass, figure out, do something uncomfortable. So that way the money that you invest matters. Yes. That couple, it ain't you got to break your bank, but it got to matter. Secondly, you need to still have an upward trend to where you can actually save money and then be able to invest. You ain't investing for a return naturally at this time, but can I save some of my money that comes in? Because mm -hmm. I want us as a community to understand the importance of saving. Yes. And and, and finding and money management and, sure. and having those systems in place. Like, okay, I'm able to save a hundred dollars a month. That's cool. It's a good system. Mm -hmm. we, so often, a nigga budget is whatever's in his pocket. Mm-hmm. It can't be the case. You got to be able to save and be like, this is what I have to spend. This is what I had to save. This is my budget to fuck off. Yep. Know that because when the money come, when it comes, because y'all dreamers, the money coming, <laughs> when it come, have the skill sets in place, it make you rich forever. Yeah. So that's where we got to like, that's what I would tell him. The other question was what? Somebody got a $250,000 advance. What would you tell them how to make sure they don't ever go broke? A $250,000 Remember, he's broke too. So <laughs> he's already broke. The $250,000 is the most he ever had in his life. Man, 
said that uh, Ross said some shit like, man, when the, when that money came, I kept doing what I was doing to get it. Yes. Whatever you was doing to get it, understand it's like the two hundred ain't it ain't no money. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. That's it's it's an excitement. It's an e pill. These niggas gave you a fucking blue chew. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it ain't nothing but a ball of excitement because it's gonna it's gonna go if you don't handle it right. Mm-hmm. And so if if you could if I can tell them anything is that when that comes is that you look to put your money in somewhere that they can't take it. So if 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 you can word your deal, it's like. You gonna give me two hundred thousand? I don't want you to give me two hundred thousand because I'm gonna pay taxes on it. Mm-hmm. How can we set it up to where I set up a a, a holding company and I set up and, and you invest into a house and you invest in the real estate for me or you invest in land that's gonna help me with tax Turn with tax write offs? Give me land and let me put animals on it. Let me figure out how to write off some of these the natural things on it, or almonds and things like that that I'm donating or whatever. Yeah. So I can do the tax benefits from buying raw land or buying agriculture, putting certain animals on it. I don't want you to give me cash. Yeah, cash is the worst thing that you can give me when I have nothing else. Mm. Give you know me the first s- thing I'm gonna tell you. Hey man, he got he got lead he got lead the building. Right. <laughs> <laughs> telling him he too much. Oh, he can't give information. No, no, no. Because yeah, if you come in as a manager and say that that you want this for your for your artist, because I remember I got, I remember I got I got slack back from asking for health insurance for one of my artists. Wow, like, really? Yeah, I That's wanted crazy. like when we do the pub deal, I was like, yo, like yeah, he needs health insurance. He he's about to have a kid. He needs to get health insurance as well. And the child needs health insurance. They were like, well, we don't really do that for, unless they're employees. I said, well, technically, he's, right. an employee. he's an employee of the business. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's an employee. I said, so whether it's you need to send him a W-9 annually, like yeah. however you need to do it, but he needs to be on the health insurance. They do it? We got it. We ended up getting it. But it was like they sent us a, it was a, um, it was more so of a uh, contractors. So it was a 1090. I'm about to say, isn't it like SAC after like a lot of. It was yeah, basically, yeah, exactly. It's like you're part of the union. Yeah, you're part yeah. of the union. You got to pay the union race though. But how that's cool re- though. How we retire. That's cool though. Who teaches who teaches artists to set up retirement accounts? Nobody. See what I'm saying? But that, that's why I wanted to talk to you because we we live in a world, number one, the as much money as in the music business, the last thing that they the one thing that they don't do that they should is talk about financial literacy. I say the worst thing you could do, I've seen it, give a kid his money, because it's his. But knowing he ain't hash it and knowing he gonna lose his goddamn mind. We don't have a rookie symposium. How like in the NBA mm. you got a rookie symposium. You gotta right. go to the go, you gotta go hang out or you go hang out with all the old niggas, some of the niggas that, that lost bread, or some of them that are like, bro, I'm rich as hell. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Kern because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Kern. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at Kern.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. And this is why I'm rich. I didn't make that much while I was playing, but I knew how to invest. I knew where to put my money up. Yeah. There's nobody that does that from for an artist standpoint. When an artist goes sign to a label, they're not like, oh, well, all the new freshman artists that are on this major, this major, this major, y'all come pull up. They're like, shit, you figure you're going to sink or swim. And ho- hopefully they hope you, you, you sink because if you sink, you're going to be more in debt. They're going to be able to take up another option. You're going to be more in debt. Yep. So we got to have the mindset of fuck these labels. As a community, <laughs> as a community, as a community, well, is fuck them. Well, hit, and it's hit. not not bad. Not no, no, bad, no, 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 no. no you're, by the way, you're right. It's just the thing is, and like Steve Stout just said this. He said the, the label, can, the one thing the label can give you is the money. Yep. But you, like my thing is, I will say to anybody is, how much are you willing to sacrifice for ownership? Mm. How much are you willing to sacrifice to own something? Because most people to say. I need, I need, I need money. I need. Okay, well, the more money you need today, the less money you get tomorrow. So, what are you willing to sacrifice to own it? And do you even understand what ownership is? Because some people be so busy worried about owning something, like, and they don't even know what to do with it. Or, like, I give an example. I've, I've had a group. I had an act go on tour, and because of how the business is set up, I made, I made more money on tour than they did. Hmm. I made more money than they did. Because managers get paid gross and artists get paid net. Yep. Mm. So if, if an artist gets a $300,000 check, his manager could get 60000 that's 20%. Lawyer get fucking 15000 that's 5%. So that's 75000 gone. So they got 225000 but you never know what else they can But on tour, you're paying for the tour bus, you're paying for the tour driver, you're paying for the tour manager, you're paying for everybody. So if you're making 300000 on tour, your manager gets 60000 you might walk away with twenty five grand after paying everybody. Now, don't get me wrong, you are the value, so nigga, you invest in, you're going to come back and make some more money than being yourself, but Absolutely. in the beginning, you're going to lose money. How much are you willing to lose to win? And that's, I think, the problem that we do. When you're asking to sign to a record label, you're saying, who wants to own me? Now, 
I think a great example too, like Leo Cohen said this shit, and he was like, when, when they, somebody, about the, "Yeah, somebody asked me for my masters." So he's like, "Somebody, this person came back to me, asked me for my masters." He was like, "I can give them to you, but you don't know what the fuck to do with them." <laughs> like literally, you don't know how to you don't know how to do a sync. Who was it that asked for that? I remember he said the name. It wasn't was it Big Sean? It was somebody. I he forgot was like, who the artist was, but he literally was like, he said, "This motherfucker asked me for the masters." He said, "Sure, I'll give them to you," but she said, "But you don't know what the fuck to do. Like you you can't tell me the verticals of generate revenue in this business. So if you don't even understand where the money's coming from, how the fuck are you gonna leverage anything that I give you of, of a of, that's an asset?" Yeah, that, that so can, right there right. when I say fuck the label, not fuck the label as in they're bad. It's fuck them because you got to work for yourself. It's self. It's self-understanding and self-awareness of what we're doing when we go into this partnership. I ain't never seen a nigga get with a female who could do nothing for him, who, who, who he wasn't sure had what he wanted between her legs. If I'm unsure, nigga, I ain't fucking with it. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck you get in the bed with somebody that you don't know if they got what you, your best interest at heart, that this is what you're getting in here for? You laying down with a motherfucker and you don't even know like if they got what, what, what's best for me here. Bro, when you get into this situation, you have to analyze what am I getting from it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What am I taking from it? And is this in my favor? And am I properly equipped to go in here and do this? You just be like, oh, no. Leor Cohen, you don't know what to do with the masters if I gave it to you. And nobody looks to say, well, nigga, why the fuck you ain't told nobody what to do with it? That's the real thing. So if you know that, nigga, how much, how much you didn't got rich off of us? But you ain't told nobody what the fuck to do with they what what what, what come, and you don't know how much it's worth. So that, it's, that's another thing. You it's pigeonholing it. So when then, so then they make it go. Um, I don't. I didn't see the full episode, but then it will say like because I don't agree with a lot of shit that Dame say. We had a a a, 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 a headbutt slick right. But when he say this nigga's a culture vulture, and he and you hear some shit like I'll give you your masters, but you wouldn't know what to do with it. Nigga, that's education and resources that you developed only off the backs of our music and artists. It's not even just black. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about you developed this off the back of artists because I don't, I, I don't, what's the name of your song? I got to jump in. It's, hold on, I got to jump in because it's something very important. Because Leo just did an interview where he said when Def Jam first started, they only had 16%, 16 points mm-hmm. as he a company. Pissed. He was pissed. And he was pissed, but he said, I didn't have anybody to call. To figure out if my deal was good or bad. Now, mind you, this is him talking about him, Russell, and and, and my, uh, Ruben. Rick Rubin's Rick deal. Mm-hmm. My problem is, is that well, now if someone called, you have the answer, but you're on the other side of taking advantage. Well, you were because he works for YouTube now. You were though, and I think it is fucked up to say. I think that's why it's important to have somebody that understands your background. But because that's, because, the, because let me say this because in my opinion. And it's no disrespect to Leo, because I fuck with Leo. I think he's actually a great executive, and I think he's smart. But in my opinion, he doesn't see his route in here into in being most powerful, richest man in the business without taking advantage of you not knowing. How does he become Leo without taking advantage of you not knowing? But it's business. It's bi- right? it's, it is. So it's, it's the same thing. And this is where I would say that where people have it fucked up. And I, and I stand on this because he's an excellent businessman that we can learn from. Nobody gets in the business to lose. Facts. I got in this and I took risk to help you make money and motherfucker, I'm going to make money. That's what it is. So what happens is, is you could look at that model and look and go, well, shit. He figured it out. He's figured something out on a way to make money. He can't make money if somebody else ain't making it. So he's not, it's not like, yo, he's, he's, he's wrong. He got, he didn't get in the business to not make money. He got a family to feed like everybody else. 
So and the most predatory thing that the music business does, the most predatory that we never talk about, is I gave him five hundred a million dollar check. Him five hundred, and you know where I'm going. Him five hundred thinks I'm a million dollars in debt. He doesn't know that that million dollar check gave me permission to tell everybody in his room to spend a hundred thousand dollars each. You, his PR, do what you got to do. You, his marketing person, do what you got to do. Radio, do what you got to do. He doesn't know that everything that they're doing is being charged against him. Yep. He doesn't know that. So he doesn't know that. So everybody be thinking the advance they got is the debt. The advance you got is not the debt. That's the start oh, of the right, debt. Right. That's permission to put you in more debt. Because <laughs> so, let me tell you something. A record label can't cut nobody that's not an employee a check without charging it back to something. Absolutely. Because they're going to write it mm. off. They got to charge it back. So they might, I mean, they they might be charging code. it to your account. Because they, let me tell you what I know they do. They might know Okay, cool. Jack, no, Juju, we're going to keep him. But let's do him for 100. We got to get his ass off the label. You don't know, three months from now, they're going to drop you. So what do they do before they drop you? They unload all of the, un the uh, debts on you. Mm. So now, no, bro, this happens all the time. So now, you know I ain't tripping. Like, no. that's what they do. So now they up, because they have to write it and account it to somebody. You don't, you don't, you happen to be up the label. You probably ain't never going to recoup and it's like, fuck it. But they needed to charge it to somebody. And that's what they're doing. So when people, give, when people give you a check at a label, that's why labels don't give advance. I mean, don't give royalty checks. They give advances. Advances, royalty checks mean business is done. That's what I owe you. Advances mean business just started. Mm. So when I'm ready to do more business with you, instead of me saying to you, hey, man, I'm going to give you, oh, oh I, this is what they do. I owe Chad $730,000. Chad don't know that. I know it because I got the data. Chad comes to me and says, hey, man, what's going on with the next project? You want a million five? He thinking, man, oh, thank yeah. you. He don't know I'm changing the terms. And he also don't know out of that million five, I cut him 750,000 or 30,000 was already his. He don't even know that. He didn't wait. But it happens to me, bro. Like people will come to me and say, you want to advance? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, hold on, what? Then you find out they give me your own money. Mm. But see, so now when you talk about you know, how you find out they're giving I, you own money though. Wait, right. okay, so let me tell you. So I got. I tell, I'm gonna tell you our favorite. I'm gonna tell you a funny story. Mm -hmm. This really happened. I just started managing the guys. It's 2007, no 2008. I'm lying. We doing good, nigga. I ain't. I was so dumb that I thought whatever check I got was the last check. I'm a nigga from the hood. You give me a check for X amount of dollars. I'm thinking, this is it. I got to make this last. I got to make this last at least a year, you know? So somebody comes to us, Tree, Tremaine, comes to us. He works at ASCAP. He comes and he says, hey, Ray, y'all killing it. Mind you, I'm new Ray. I don't know shit. I'm like, thank you, bro. He was like, you want an advance? What? You get advance? Yeah. He get your future royalties. I, he doesn't say that. <laughs> he says it like my nigga. Like, he is my nigga, by the way. You want an advance? Yeah, yeah, of course. Hell yeah. How much you want? I don't know. How much can I get? I got a hundred thousand for you. Hundred thousand? You do hundred fifty? You know what? I got a hundred fifty. Cool. This is why it's very important to hang out with the right people. Mm -hmm. Hanging out with Rodney Jerkins. About two, three days later, Rodney is like, "Yo, nigga, I'm thinking, Mark. I'm thinking, nigga, I'm the nigga. I just got us hundred fifty free money." With Rodney, Rodney is like, "Yo, who y'all with? Y'all with BMI? Y'all with ASCAP?" He's like, "We're ASCAP." He's like, oh, "Okay, how they treat y'all over there?" I'm like, "We good, man. They they about to cut the check for one hundred fifty thousand." He's like, "What? One hundred fifty thousand? Y'all niggas need to go get DMI. I get you one point five million. Hold on, what? 
swear to God, I'm like, what the fuck you mean? <laughs> he goes at BMI and he says, yo, Rock City, I'm gonna, we working on Jan we was working on Janet Jackson Discipline album. He's working on Janet. Yeah, he piping up. He said, I got they got shit in the pipeline, but they're they doing this Janet album with me. You bet you could get them now. So she was like, I ain't gonna lie, Rodney, 1.5 is crazy. I got 700000 for him. They call our lawyer. This really happened. 700000 So our lawyer's like, yo, BMI said they got 700000 Well, fuck ass cap. I'm gonna right. with you. Fuck ass cap. I'm out of here. Nigga, hey. Tell him drop the paperwork. Tell him send the paperwork. Cool, we're gonna be in my. I called my guy from ASCAP. Yo, my nigga, what's up, bro? What's up, Ray? Yo, man, I'm leaving. What do you mean you leaving? Bro, y'all giving us 150. Captain about to give us 700,000. His response, not even a half a second went by. I give you 700,000. Nigga, you. So now this is how I'm figuring out. Like I gotta tell you, when I tell you how I learn shit, yeah. this, how, this is a lesson for me. So I'm yeah. like, so you, you give us a seven. He had to make a phone call. I would have been smart enough and said, let me call you right back. Right. Yeah. At least Just to play like, it off. He like, on the phone me like, 700,000. I got that. Cool. Ray, I give cool. you a better one. I give you a better no, one. No, I got to finish the story. It's more oh, wait, to the wait, story. Wait, He's wait, almost yeah. done. Go back to ask. We go back to BM. We go back to our lawyer. Our lawyer goes to Catherine and says, look, ASCAP gave me 700,000. So she said, ah, oh, give him 800,000. But that's it. I'm not going to hide at 800,000, Ray. That's it. Oh, shit. 800,000. Hell, hey, nigga. We leaving. Call him, yo, Tree, what's up, Ray? Man, we gotta leave ASCAP, man. Why, what's wrong? Man, they giving us 700,000. They giving us 800 now. He was like, I'll give you 800, but that's it. So I said, I'm leaving still. Cause nigga, you could have gave me 800,000 from the jump, but you didn't. Mm. And the nigga was like, you right, Ray, but I gotta be honest with you. If you leave, they gonna fire me. <laughs> no, no this is real. real talk. That's real. It's real talk because- it's based on market share. Because, no, but, it, but it's not that. He sent an email to our lawyer with the wrong date on it. So we thought we was out the deal, but we wasn't. Cause you got it, when you sign on one of those, you get, you, it's like, it's two, it, years. it's two or three years. So when it, so he sent us the wrong year. So technically we could hold that against him and leave. But if we did, his boss will fire him. Mm -hmm. So he was like, but, and he was the reason why I managed them. Mm -hmm. Cause he was in the room. He was like, yo, why don't y'all work together? So okay. he, oh, so he was like, man, come on, Ray. Don't fucking do this to me. You know, you're managing them. I helped you out. Nigga, you got to stay. So I stayed. Oh, so at crazy. that moment, it helped me see, nigga, they know how much is in there. Oh, right. right. It gets, it gets, the shit is more wicked than that, right? So the shit, these, they're based on market share. And this goes into the point where BMI just did. BMI is a public traded company now, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So Just announced they're giving out smaller royalties. They're giving out smaller royalties and they're a publicly traded company. So you can oh, buy, you can buy equity into other people's shit. Other people's mechanical royalties, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But let me tell you how wicked this game is, right? So you talk about the, the advancement. Right, I'm not gonna name the artist, but one of the biggest artists in the world was like, I'm leaving such and such. I'm leaving my PRO. That's being my ASCAP. I'm leaving my, my PRO. Them motherfuckers made sure they had $10 million cleared on the book to give him a $10 million check. Mind you, where's the $10 million coming from? This is based on other artists, their percentage, because they understood that this mark this artist's uh, catalog owned market share. And they're because they're competing for market share, mm -hmm. you get what's called the gray the gray box money, right? Gray box money is all this like if you if me and you made a song and we didn't register percentages properly and the the song like happens to blow up mm. and it never got registered properly, nobody's getting paid ever. But that money yeah. goes into a gray box and it yeah. stays to the gray box for two years. And if no if not collected in two years, that means that it's getting paid out next year. Mm. So literally that's why they're multi they're multi billion dollar companies that are like, oh shit, if they don't nobody they're not gonna chase you down about re registering your music properly. But not only that, you know why the music business is chasing you know why the music business is chasing Artists the way they are, because artists are getting more money than they're supposed to right now. 
artists don't even understand how the labels get paid. Mm-hmm. So this how Spotify, this how this Spotify. I'm about to say, I'm about to air them out. Oh, no, air them out. It's about to air niggas out. It's about to air niggas out. Watch this. Let's do it. Universal. No, I'm gonna tell you. So, so Universal, <laughs> Warner Music Group, and Sony, the three majors, mm-hmm. made a deal with Spotify. Okay. The deal with Spotify says Spotify has to give them seventy percent of their revenue. Seventy percent of whatever Spotify makes, they have to give it seventy percent of their revenue. It's not stream for stream. That's what people don't get. People think it's stream for stream. It's not stream for stream. It's not point zero zero four per stream. If if Spotify made a hundred billion and nobody streamed anything that quarter, Spotify still has to cut them seventy billion. Mm, yeah, regardless of what, how many streams you got, the is big things. Now here's why labels are bidding, because the seventy billion. Let's say it's a hundred billion. Let's round it off. Let's say it's a hundred billion. By the way, I can give you a real number. It's about two billion every ninety days. So for the sake of this conversation, let's say one billion because it's an easy number. So they give the music industry one billion. Okay, Universal, you guys have forty nine percent of the market share. So you guys get four hundred and ninety million. It's not about how many streams you got. It's about market share compared to others. Mm. So it's like, if there was 100 million streams, how many of the 100 million were yours? Got it. So here's another thing that's very that's, important to know about the music oh, business. Okay. Here's another thing very important to know about the music business is that artists, no artist has the same deal. Correct. So labels, so basically, so let's say him 500, he owns his shit. He get 80% of his money. You want a royalty deal, you get 16% of your money, right? It's just how deals are set up. So that's why back in the day, Jay-Z album might cost $19.99 and your album might cost $7.99. The deals are different. Mm. The deals are different. So now it's no every like whether I'm streaming uh the worst song in history or a Taylor Swift record, the music industry sees it as the same. Yep. So they got so so Universal got 490 million. Warner got 31%. So they got 310 million. The other percentage, the other 29 or whatever it was, 28 goes to goes to Sony. Mm-hmm. Now, Sony gets, let's go Universal. Universal got 50 million, 500 million. Now, Universal is like Dev Jam. You got 7% They'll of pay. that 500 million. So I'm going to give you 35 million to Dev Jam. So I'm going to give you Island. You got 17%. I'm going to give you this. So these labels, right? so here's, the, here's where it gets tricky though. So these labels are getting cut money every 90 days, mm-hmm. but they're not giving it. They're not giving royalty checks out. Cause they got so, to pay the light, keep the lights on. They got, Cause they got to keep the lights on. They so with, so this is what they do. So this is what they do. They say, all right, we got to allot this money. Let's give, let's give a half a billion to our biggest artists. Let's give Drake half a billion. They don't even, Drake don't even know he's probably making them a billion a year. Mm-hmm. Because of but my guess what they do when they give them half a billion? They say, we're going to give you half a billion dollars, but we need more albums. We need seven. Drop it, hop it, drop it out if you want. So think about it. There was a point in time where Drake dropped three al- uh, album every three years, two or three years. And then the last two and a half or two years since he signed that deal, he probably dropped like five albums. Now he releases a statement saying, I'm burnt out. Because he ain't, he not dropping at his own pace now. He's dropping at their pace. But he doesn't know that that half a billion they gave him, they owed it to him. Mm. They just get, they just, they probably owe him a billion. They said, we're going to give you half a billion, but can you give us more music? So it's kind of like, I got your money behind my back, but I'm going to tell you, I'll give it to you if you give me a kiss. Nigga, it's my money. Mm. Yeah. So no one is not presenting it like that. They're presenting it like, we want to re up your deal. 
you ain't giving me nothing but what's owed to me. Mm. So they re-in up the deals, giving new terms. They'll say to you, you got your masters back. That's how they do. You know, like, it's, nigga, it's a dirty game. They'll say to you, like, so you hear, you ever heard an artist, like, it was a superstar, got 20-something million dollars. And mind you, he wasn't on his decline. He wasn't at the tip. De he was down here. So I was like, how the fuck can they give him $20 million? Oh, dumbass. He's bringing in market share every fucking month from his back catalog. Yep. He got 40 million fucking monthly listeners from his back catalog. Yeah, back catalog. So, so they say to you, here's your master's back, superstar. You deserve it. But they stack $20 million in debt on top of it. And now they can say, yo, Juju, go find other opportunities. Tamir, go find opportunities. So now you're $30 million in debt. So do you really own your motherfucking masters? Or, can you, got, or you got to call them to write them a check to pay it? So when you start understanding how dirty the game is, from my perspective, it's like, so for me, it's like, it's really frustrating because y'all are getting outsmarted by niggas that aren't even good. At least put on the show for a nigga. <laughs> like, at least if you signed the L.A. Reader, Jimmy Iv, it feel like you just got drafted into the fucking, the, uh, the fucking NBA. And now it's like, it's a party. These motherfuckers are saying, here's 300K. Bye. But that's how we were. So, so I, I, I bring that story back to what distro, like why distro wins, right? The reason we were able to get Superstar Proud to have the number one song in the, in the country, right? Literally, the number one song at radio. Literally, when Superstar Proud was there, was a bidding war. One label's like, oh, we got a million dollars for you. Another label, two million dollars. X, Y, Z. Okay, cool. Y'all got all that for me. He said he met with Stout. He said, what can, what can, "How can you help me?" He said, "Well, first of all, your shit ain't cleared yet." He said, "Hold on, let me call Diddy. Call Diddy at, at dinner. Diddy cleared the, cleared the record instantly." He said, "If you sign with Stout, I clear it. Cool, done. Hold on. Beyond that, he said, "Okay, we about to take the record, the record radio. I'm gonna advance you on what I know you're gonna generate in the next six months from radio. So yeah, I'm not. And mind you, you still own your shit, mm -hmm. but we're gonna give you bread on top of what you know you, what you know you about to generate. So we're not giving you. We're not giving. It's not. You're not coming taking a loan. This is your money." Mm -hmm. So now it's a, it's, a, it's a different conversation now where, you, where you're like, okay, I got the number one song. Mind you, radio checks. Ray tell you what a mechanical look like from radio. What it look like? This is how. Is it uh, good or bad? Uh, it's the only way you make money. Yeah. Let me tell you something funny. You can get a you can deal. You, you can produce. deal with a number one song I, on radio? I, I give it to him. The small, not the smallest. The three main for black people is urban, rhythmic, pop. That's what you want to be on those charts. There's urban AC, but that's. Very small. Mm -hmm. If you had a, if you produce a song on Lil Baby album, or anybody, that went five times platinum, mm -hmm. five times platinum, mm -hmm. and Juju had a song that went number one on radio, he didn't sell one album, he made more money than you, same percentages. Number one on radio and and meaning number one on urban panel on an urban panel. So urban a panel. number one record on an urban panel is worth about two hundred and fifty to three hundred and fifty thousand. A number one record on a on a rhythmic panel is worth about 500,000 to 750,000. A number one record on pop radio is worth about 750,000 to a million to beyond. And that's, how big on, that's, and that's only on radio royalties, by the way. And, and, that's, so that's, only, and that's also depending on the time frame. It's, it's been up there. Because you got records mm. that have been on, if it's on, been on the radio for 16 weeks. Mm. Now you start doing the math on what that looks like. That's what, four months. So that's <laughs> so it's better on how you place your music and, and what you crafted where it sits at even matters on. Let me tell you something. What I'm saying to you is that it's better to make hits that get to an audience of radio because the only reason why I have all of this and I'm able to do what I do is because we went to radio, mm -hmm. and I oh, that's why I only want to work with if, even me. If somebody call me now to work on something for the album, I ain't the nigga to call. Like we got this. Like it was funny. We got the City Girls album. I got the single though. 
the record with her and Kim Petras, I'm going to get paid from that. So even if the album sold 6,000 copies total, if they worked that record at radio, Fact. I made my money. Mm. If you're on the album, it's smooth sailing, bro. <laughs> Nigga, hey, you gonna get that little eight thousand dollar check? You gonna get that little eight thousand dollar check? What? You gonna be mad as a motherfucker? So, a lot of people don't understand how the money works in the music. They're so busy. They understand how their money comes, but they don't understand how the money comes. So they don't mm. understand. That's why I like what you do. They don't understand the other aspects of it. They don't understand the other ways of making money. They just don't. And no one is teaching them because everybody's robbing and raping and getting robbed. So what, what changes it over from, so let's just say, what's the difference from making a song sit on the pop side versus the urban side? The, the, the pop side is, is, is all audience. The, 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 that's why I said urban is worth less than pop because urban you might get, urban you might get 15 million audience on a, number one. the music? What I'm saying is like this, because I'm this is 100 percent me being predatory sure. at this at this point now. <laughs> if I'm putting shit out and it's cool, it's classic beats that we put it to. Do I take pop songs, put a little bit of bass to it, so that way I can create pop music? Because I'm still putting a message out to my people, but it does not mean that if I go do what's a big pop song, Give me a pop song that Junko <laughs> Seven, yeah. huh? Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball. Right. So I do a Miley Cyrus. When them niggas did them songs, making my way downtown. So imagine, does that still consider pop or do they put them on urban because... Oh, pop is pop is a trick because mm. pop is just popular. So okay. the reality is, is that pop is more based on two things. It's based on the person singing it more than anything. And the second thing is based on how the audience feels about it. So Bad and Bougie... Sounds like a urban record, but because it got big, it became a pop record. So, pop. like we, so for example, we did Lotto's Big Energy, right? Mm -hmm. um, it was a, well, I mean, that's like a, the way we did it's like science. So it's like you hear the beat, it's like dun 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 dun. But mm -hmm. when you hear her rap, I could tell you got big dick energy. We know Taylor Swift ain't saying that. <laughs> yeah. We know ain't nobody white saying that. So the audience knows. This is being played on pop radio, but that's a nigga. Very important because if yeah. you lose, that's a whole nother side of it. If you lose that part, you've literally lost the entire black audience. Yeah, now Jason you're Jason Derulo. Derulo. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Well, now, oh, Flo Rida. The, By the way, very the rich guys. Right very there. rich guys, but they can't make no money for black people. So... It, 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 by the way, it's so many layers to this music shit and how the money flows. That's kind of why I did this show because you start realizing how many people don't know. But it's when you, my only thing I would tell any artist is what are you willing to give up for ownership? What are you willing to give up? Because you're either going to get paid in the front or you're going to get paid in the back. Mm -hmm. Now, how much do you believe in yourself? Because if you, if you take a big advantage, you're basically saying, shit, y'all got to figure out how to get y'all money back. Facts. Or you could say, <laughs> Give me nothing. Skim, nah. Like Jason Weaver did when, on, on fucking Lion King. Yep. They said two million of royalties. I'll take the royalties. Give me 100,000, I'll take the royalties. He probably makes a million a year from the movie alone. Yeah. So it's just, the point is, is that, that people like you have to be in it. People like me have to be in it because we are information seekers. And then we're not hoarders. We get the information and we want to share it. We want to help you guys see it. But me and you could be on the corner saying, Yo, here's our 10-step plan on how to get rich in music. 
on that corner. And it's another nigga on the corner saying, I'm gonna get you all the bitches, the money, the everything, the jury. <laughs> and they're gonna run to that corner. Yes. That's the that's why I said, why you wanna be in it? When you start realizing these niggas just want a chain and a fat and a fine bitch. Like you trying to build generational wealth, they don't even think it's possible, which then is a whole nother level because that means you don't believe in yourself. Because if you believed in yourself, Jay-Z believed in himself and look at him. Ye believed in himself and look at him. But the nigga that's like, give me the money now. And by the way, I can admit, when we first took our first check, I didn't really believe. I didn't believe it because I never saw it. Just being that's, honest. That's but right. I also thought that was the last check I was going to get, so I honored <laughs> it. But when I realized we had royalties coming in, what? Change things. Yeah. Nigga, I gave up half my company. Half my company I gave up because of a nigga knew some information I didn't know. It wasn't working in my favor, but somebody wanted, gave me a joint venture, and in the joint venture they gave me, he said, I, because you're new, the only way I can justify the joint venture is you have to give me half of your revenue from Radar. So I'm like, but he was giving me 10 grand a month. So I'm thinking, I'm, man, I, I could take this 10 grand, and now I know I'm straight for the next three years, however the deal is. That's how I'm thinking, because I'm a nigga from the hood. And then when you then when we did the deal, I was I'm thinking to myself, I ain't got a lot of markets. I'm thinking to myself like shit. I don't know how you gonna get this money back. <laughs> You're gonna have to catch the me in me because the paper signed, nigga. I get ten thousand on the first of every month, nigga. I'm I tell my girl, I'm like, we good for the next three years. And then he comes to me and he tells me, you guys have four hundred and sixty nine thousand in royalties coming. Mind you, something very important to add. The deal is with Universal. Mm -hmm. Rock City is signed to Universal. So he was like, y'all got 469000 coming. My percentage of that was 49000 Their percentage was 49000 And then he went and renegotiated the deal and got an advance against the money, and he got his money back immediately. Oh. But I had, had that plan. He had, no, he did. But the one thing he did do that I appreciate is he gave me the opportunity to buy my, build my own assets. So I wound up owning it because it was a joint venture. So he's mm -hmm. basically like, you can sign people. So I signed writers that wrote songs for Trey Songs. I got writers that wrote songs for Justin Bieber. These are songs that I own for the rest of my life. But I had to give up my company for two years. I got the shit back, by the way. Mm -hmm. I got it back. Yeah. Nigga, I'm a hustler. But I'm just saying, I didn't know. I did the same, but I, I did the same shit when I went when I did a JV with Orchard. I literally gave up a percentage. Of, I gave them a percentage of the company. to like, They took like 15%. And they were like, but uh, your starting capital, we give you, three, you have overhead of $3.5 million for the next three years. Mm -hmm. So and you break that down to marketing as as well as overhead. Mm. I was like, uh, duh, nigga, like <laughs> you about to give me money to help me run a company? Like, but, but, but you know, fifty percent. If fifty percent of we building this shit together, I, I, this ain't my fucking end all be all. Yeah. Yeah. By, by, by the way, if I was you, I would start a label, a distribution company, and my offering would be give me a percentage of all revenue, but I'm gonna teach you how to make money and build your own shit, and I promise you'll make more money doing it that way because you're going to attract your tribe. And right now, everybody just wants money and clout. And we're losing so bad. You will literally have a nigga like me be like, I'm going to sign to you. I'm going to sign with you. Yeah. And you distribute my music. Why? Because I've been in that space where I, I've made $100 plus million, dollars, but I don't know how I made it. But not only that, bro, how, look how, let me tell you know how bad fucked up the game is. You got Kanye West, who's probably one of the biggest artists of all time, out here looking for a distribution deal because he pissed some people off. Think about that. Think about how powerful that, like Kanye West is looking for a distribution deal. Crazy. That's for somebody to put his music up. To put it, like nigga, you are, you are Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> but that's because they don't have minds like you. That's another thing that yeah. I, I feel like needs to be said. Most, most people in the music business, and I can admit because I was once one, are slaves. 
I didn't I didn't start feeling free until last year. Mm-hmm. I start that's but most niggas are slave to the dollar. They need that money coming in and they gonna fucking lose because they need money. And when you need money, you usually blow it. And you need more now than you blow it. Then that it's a never ending cycle and you and all this debt. And they like, we own you, bitch. You ain't going no motherfucking way. And that's where we gotta get into the side where we start controlling our narrative. Yes. Absolutely. We gotta control the narrative. It's, and it, it, it's not as hard as we think it is. When you are the product, you got full control because you choose what happens. But that's because you're a businessman. That's why I'm trying to tell you. You can, yeah. like, I woke up. I named my, so my company was always called Radar. I named my new company LYI, which stands for Leverage Your Influence. Because working on the inside, you realize how much influence they don't have. Mm. So you start realizing, like, it's almost like you dream to go be a banker, and then you realize these <laughs> niggas is just lame as fuck. Like, what you, who, you, who you take advantage of today? And you're like, no, I, I want, that's what this is? But I was the banker. Yeah. <laughs> right. You niggas are glorified salesmen. I thought they knew some shit. Like you get inside information, anything you don't, you don't get, you don't know shit. <laughs> like you just realistically sell accounts and and understand how to work the system that they allow you to work. You sit there, you pretty much just do administrative work. It's no, it's not crazy and like informative, and they know things they don't know shit. Nobody and, does. I went to work at a, inside of a label, and I realized that nobody knows shit. It made me feel so good, but then it made me panic because I'm like. We in trouble. Somebody knows something. Some, no, no, no. I promise you, they. Somebody, some. Listen, no, if you no, run bro. a business, somebody at the top. Five hundred. I'm telling you, the niggas, that, the niggas that know shit, they, they don't know. The niggas that know shit are oh not. Oh my at, god, at, it's so scary. Like, so the, the the difference is, and I like, I hate to keep bringing it up like this, but the reason we at United, the reason I made United Masters, I I could have went to any label. I mean, United Masters because I, I we're building the label business. We're building what the new label looks like in the future, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like. When you go inside these buildings, they hire a bunch of people that, that are like, okay, I can plug into a system that's helping um, keep selling my back catalog. Yeah, 100%. That's they what I'm saying. Nothing, they about, know who to hire. <laughs> Whoever do, who hires them. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But the game is they're playing keep away. And that's yeah. why I said the business needs to be cleansed over the next 18 months because they're, if they were playing keep away and we were winning, mm-hmm. who cares? But y'all are playing keep away, and we ain't even fucking getting nothing to keep away. <laughs> How are we gonna? You know what I'm saying? So now you start looking at it like, he, oh, it's all, like no, it's like imagine it's it's like I, I take care of my entire family with this. So the only way I can describe it is imagine you're getting on a plane, and the pilot is like, "You know how to fly this motherfucker?" <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Hold on, do, do, do you? <laughs> Shit. I'm gonna figure it out. Let's go. I learned that. Let's go. Get the fuck off this plane. Oh my God. If you don't get me the fuck off this plane. Yo, I know somebody (laughs) who got an AR. And the AR don't understand social media. That's it. That's almost a shame at this moment. And I said, they like, you should be the AR. I said, I don't work for nobody. Mm it gotta make sense i ain't doing nothing i ain't doing nothing to make hundred thousand dollars i don't give a fuck what it is like uh-huh. i'm not doing it. It, it i can i can consult yeah that's a consultant fee it's, it's 100k like for me to dive in and build break everything down yeah not not fucking working worrying about another motherfucker like building and trying to sell somebody that shit don't make sense so i, I gotta ask you one question this is a question for me by the way i'm just curious mm. what do you decide in your arsenal to charge for and what do you decide to give away? How do you make that decision? Give everything away. It don't okay. even matter. I can tell you everything. What happens is that, the, like you said, 
Jay Z was different because the nigga worked. It's the dip. I work. Mm-hmm. I can give you everything today, and what'll happen is that they say, "Hey, I tell people what to do." I said, I mentioned go high level. I mentioned Facebook pixels. I mentioned different ways to monetize on social media, different pages, everything that happens. And what happens is, is that instead of somebody taking this information, writing it all down, and taking two to three weeks to go figure it out, and taking two hundred dollars and go put some posts up and see what mm-hmm. happens, actually YouTube and how to set up a meta business account, how to place a pics on the Instagram that will take them. If you don't know shit, it'll take you an hour. Mm. So take me an hour to figure that out. Okay, I got that done. Let me see what go high level is. Mm-hmm. Let me see how this works. It's a robust system, and that probably would take me, let's say, eight hours of just fucking around because it's technical a little bit. But you can YouTube a lot of this shit, so you go back and forth. Instead, nigga, go. How much for you to just come do it for me? That's what I'm, that, <laughs> That's that, exactly I was about to say. They're really paying for your. They're really paying for access to you curating it specifically for them because they don't want to take the time to figure it out because of lack of confidence in something that you've never done. And I understand that. Me too. So you have to develop your confidence, and over time, that confidence comes. Yes. That, that's why things are, are, are provided, like why I provide things like my university. Because, like, okay, here go all the resources, but here go other people who's doing it. Mm-hmm. So you can ask them for reassurance. Mm-hmm. I'm not at a point where you can call me and say, hey, did I do this right? Yes. I'm not doing that. Like, you, you can't take me out of my schedule to ask me about, hey, is this proper accounts to put on my credit report? Like, bro, like, you can't do that. Like, mm. I'm, I'm not answering. I'm not responding to that. I, we got things in place for that. Yes. See, email. Yes. But so that's the point where it's like I will give everything away. But what happens is, is that people who qualify and say, yo, now nah, I got budget. We got everything in place. Shit. If it costs 100 grand to come sit down, you're going to build all my shit out, build my help me build my campaigns and bring my resources. Take it because I know I can make a million dollars off of it. So then it becomes a different conversation with the people who, who can actually approach me about it. We ain't having that conversation on, yeah, I ain't got no money. Yes. No, don't, you don't talk to me if you don't got no money. You got to put work in. I, I have a question, and then we're going to go to making a cut. One question. So they say, dinner with Jay-Z or 500K. <laughs> My question to you is, is what number is it dinner with him 500 or this much? What number would you want your name to be compared to? I think Boosie said 20000 No, and, and Soldier Boy, they said $300 in food stamps. <laughs> like, what's your number? Were you like? Dinner with him, 500 or this yes. amount of money that would be a comparison that make people like. That you would say, I would, like, like, I still go me, but that's what I think is worth. 50K. 50K. I would say, I would just say 50K. Um, because it's only so much you're going to get out of a dinner. So dinner with him, 500 or 50K? We're going to ask yeah. that question when we drop this episode. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. You want to see where the head is at? Yeah. So, yeah. so we have this game we play called Making the Cut, um, where we give you three options. You have to pick one to sign, mm. pick one to put in development, and you have to pick one to drop, to cut. But you have to say, I'm going to cut them. And if you don't want to cut them because you want to be politically correct, which I don't think you have to because these ain't going to be. I got an idea. I wanna, I'm going to text this right now. But I want to <laughs> ask you. Yeah. And you got to pick. And if you want, don't want to pick, we have a nonprofit that we've partnered with called the Creative Academy for kids who want to be in the music business. And I literally we have three kids from the Creative Academy that won Grammys. Like it's a real program. So 
It's a real, real program. So, you ready? Yep. Let's get into making the cut. Just make sure you understand the rules and let's get into it. Okay, here okay, we go. I love, the kids. I love the kids. I love the kids. Uh oh. But I'm, I'm just not built for the Ooh, not being he's able to. On business. No, let's go. They so, 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 so I want to make it known he ain't in here, but all these are put to us by Jack. <laughs> okay. Burgundy Jack makes this list. He tries to trick you, and we made it for you specifically. All right, cool. Let's get into it. Uh-huh. So, let me start music because I want to keep it, yeah. and then I want to throw it off. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Too short, E40, Mac Dre. Signing Mac Dre. I'm developing 40, and I'm cutting short. Is there a reason I why? Got 16 hours with me on the front. <laughs> <laughs> Is yep. there a reason why? You, you want to say your reason? Or you just. I cut short, 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 gone, short, short, short. <laughs> Legend. He already got a word. He took a whole word. He, don't, he, don't, he out of there. It's different. He out of there. Mm. He's on, you know. Okay, cool. All right. So, hold on. Here we go. Let's go this. Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar. The game. Sign. So is it in this instance where they at now, or is this like you? It's you. It's your enterprise, and who you want on your enterprise? I'm. 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 I'm a sign Snoop. No, I'm a sign Kendrick. Okay. No, I'm not (laughs) signing Snoop. Damn, I'm signing Snoop. Snoop, the biggest artist in the one of the biggest. Famous names in the world. But you also look at it from the hindsight. <laughs> this is just your preference or what you like. Oh, 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 oh just because Matt Dre wasn't big in the two short, but that's who you like. Oh, in that case, on music that I like, I'm signing the game. I'm developing Kendrick and I'm cutting Snoop. Cutting Snoop. Whoa, whoa, cutting Snoop. You said it's who I like. No, it's, it's, it's based on you. The game, the game, I. Music is different for me growing up. I grew up listening to that. Kendrick is of now, and Snoop is a legend of respect, but his relevance into my life mm. of me listening to music is not there. That makes sense. Okay, so like I said, Jack comes up with these, so you understand where we're going. <laughs> I like the disclaimer. Y'all get these okay, no, that's going to be, it's funny. Crazy. American Express Visa or MasterCard? Mm. <laughs> There's only one answer. Easy. <laughs> Sign American Express, you develop MasterCard, and you cut Visa. Why? Because the Visa ain't worth shit. Yeah. See, Visa, y'all need to pay this man so right, he can hello. give y'all some credit. Mm-hmm. Or, or hire him as a consultant <laughs> to help y'all turn y'all shit around. Because mm-hmm. his voice carries. All right, cool. Navy Federal, Chime. <laughs> or Ally. Ally. I'm <laughs> signing <laughs> Navy Federal. Okay. <laughs> Developing... Ally, because they cut a bag to the culture, and I'm going to cut Sean. See, we fuck with Ally now. I didn't know they cut back to the culture. I fuck with Ally. We had Ally's one of our partners. For real? Yeah. That was a flex. We had Ally. That was a flex. You just flexed on us. You just flexed on us. Ally fuck with Ally. Ally Ally fuck with the people. Yeah. What a people. All right, cool. Hold on. I never heard them before they did the Earn Your Leisure shit. Oh, wow. This is actually interesting. This is actually interesting because it's books. You're a big reader. Pretty sure you are. Have it. All right. 48 Laws of Power, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, The Richest Man in Babylon. That's okay. Good. Okay, Burgundy Jack over there doing his homework. Mm hmm. All right. I still don't stutter. I I'm going to sign 48 Laws of Power. Yes. I'm going to develop 
the richest man in Babylon. And then Rich Dad Poor Dad. And I'm cutting 48 Laws of Power. I mean, I'm cutting Rich Dad, Dad Poor Dad because yeah. my Rich Dad is so dope and my Poor Dad smoke crack. So mm, it's the difference. All right, so let me ask you, are you in sports? A little bit. Okay, a little bit. No, we can go there then. I got sports for everything. I'm going to go back to music. Jay-Z, Kanye West, Drake. Man, I'm a Gemini, and I don't even want to do yay like that. But I'm, I'm, signing, I'm signing Hove. Uh-huh. I'm developing Drake, and I'm cutting yay. I love when people get quiet. Why did you pick Drake over Kanye? I just asked him why. I'm running. I'm running with Drake. Yay, yay, a legend in so many different aspects. But overall, humanity being able to build and do things that could, that I could develop and go along call with. I'm, I'm staying with his temperament, his temperament, his development with his team. How they got their organization set mm-hmm. is dope. I, I rock with it. I rock with whole business at, at Ackerman and what he was able to build and things like that. Yay is yay is a, a legend, no disrespect, but you know. I got one. Uh-oh. Roth Roth IRAs. Life insurance. <laughs> I like it. Let's go. Yeah. Or trust. God. Sign okay. Easy. <laughs> sign the trust. It's over. Sign the trust. <laughs> um then I'm gonna go with. You said Roth IRAs or life insurance. You put that fucking trust out there because that was automatic. You have to go with it. You just put a Roth IRA versus uh, life insurance. Um, I'm going to go with life insurance. And I'm going to cut. Okay, well, let's take, trust, let's take trust out. I got some good ones for him. I got, I got two good ones for you. Robert Smith, Bob Johnson, Tyler Perry. Three black billionaires. Bob Johnson started BT. Yeah, no. Okay. I'm signing Tyler Perry. Virgos. Off the rip. Um, his his cultural relevance is, is out of this world. There we go. So I'm signing him because of his cultural relevance and connection to us mm-hmm. as a people. I gotta sign, I gotta, I gotta develop Robert L. Smith because now he's fucking with us. Yep. Mm-hmm. So since he's embracing in and really tuning in, and you know, I'm a Cut uh, Bob Johnson. Mm, I got two more. All right. First one. As a businessman, mm. just businessman, okay. Jay-Z, mm-hmm. Puff, mm-hmm. 50 Cent. Businessman. Signing Jay-Z, developing 50, cutting Puff. Ow, easy. Ooh, why? Huh? Why? I need to hear why. why? What do you mean why? You know why. What we got to say? <laughs> Tell me why. The first two niggas that I named really ain't miss. Okay. Mm, good fucking point. Puff has missed. Okay. He do his thing, legend, but he's missed. Okay. All right. Last one. You got fucked on that, that alcohol deal and shit like that? Like, you missed. Last one. Mr. Two Weeks Out, <laughs> Neo DeVizo, and Alex Good Energy. But you asked me strictly on businessman on them. What was this one based off of? Whatever you want. You know I'm better than everybody here. <laughs> you like, oh, I need some because more. I'm, trying to trap, I'm just trying to tap you to, to see if you um, If you want to play, or you can just pay the $20 kid, dollars to the kids. So, I'm going to pay the $20 to the kids. $20 to the kids, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm still going to answer the question. Okay. Uh-oh. Um. 
I'm going to sign Neo. I'm going to develop Jason. And I'm going to cut Alex. Why? Huh? Why? <laughs> I'm going to sign Neo. This nigga's a work. He's a workhorse like a motherfucker. He is. I love Neo. Uh, Jason is more so a, like, he's the glue. Like, he's a, a secret weapon that is untapped. Like, mm. like the resources, the relationship will, that does everything that just needed just to pull up. Cut Alex because that's a nigga that can fend for itself. Some people better independent. Mm. Gotcha. Hundred percent. Okay. Give it up for making the cut. Yeah, that's that's cut. That was good. He asked every question. Safe, though, he asked, no, he, huh? no, no, no. He, I, I, he stood on it. That's what he I like. Did, yes. So we have a last segment we call uh, credit check, mm -hmm. um, where uh, we give someone in like yourself a chance to shout out two to three unsung heroes in your development and to becoming who you are. Just like three names that you like, man. These people really. Into my development? Yep. Into who you are. Any way you see it. Okay. Like, parents don't count. No. You can say, I mean, some people say parents, but you can say whatever you want. Because I think I think I take it into an aspect of, like, people that don't know they had contributions. Yeah. Yes. Um, a crazy one is T from Exclusive Game. I mentioned this shit a lot. Um, that gold fucking Ferrari. Yes. Was a, a statement. Mm. And a, a symbolism that, like, I can do it. Yeah. When I first came to Atlanta, when I came out to Atlanta, seeing that, um, and then seeing it everywhere, it helped me with branding. Mm -hmm. So why my cars and shit, when I started wrapping my cars, making them a certain, it was a statement. Mm -hmm. So you knew who it was when you seen me. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I felt like I got a play out of his book, like, because that was something I always remember. Got other cars, doper and everything, but, but, that, but that go, but the gold Lamborghini, you know, Ferrari, it. If you yep. see it, you, you don't, you, you remember it. Yeah, you don't, mm -hmm. you know it. So that was that's one, um, another unsung hero. Um, people that that's impacted me, bro. There's so many people that's contributed. Um, I say like, could it be like the members of my community? It's whatever you want. Like yeah. the members of my community, um, it's so many that have carried the torch. By leading by example from executing. Mm -hmm. The people who 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 comment on my post is like the unsung heroes because y'all keep me going. Mm. Like those are the people who keep me motivated, but the people that share results. Yes. Those that go out and come back with results from like, yo, I, I watch you on the guy's show and you said this, that, and the third. Nigga, you was lying when you said we wasn't gonna do the work. Nigga, I did it. Yeah. Those are like the unsung heroes because that makes me keep going. Motivation. But it, it also inspires other people when they see it to say, okay, you made it. My story don't count no more. Nobody mm. cares mm -hmm. if I go get a new car. Nobody cares if I go get a new house. Nobody cares if I get a credit card. But for somebody who coming from their environment shows the results and be like, this is what I was able to do. It inspires so many people. So those is like another person that's like an unsung hero. And then another unsung hero shit, my nieces, last one. Oh. I got a niece mm. now that is studying in Paris, I, I sent her to school abroad, but that fucking, to be that courage, to have that much courage, mm -hmm. to go to France and study, like, it takes a lot. Yeah. She left, went to SCAD, from SCAD, she's like, yo, we got the ability, to, to the opportunity to go study abroad. A lot of people will freeze up to leave your household. She come out of house, shit, what is it, eight of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so she come out of house at oh, eight. Wow. 
and to be able to go by yourself and do that, it take a lot of courage. So that's one of the people that kind of helped me stay on my toes to be like, yo, keep going. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, Tamara, well, I got to ask one question. I know it's like really quick. I'm just curious because you said car. And if, you, if I'm an artist, I just signed a deal should, and I want to buy a car, pay it off cash, lease it, finance. Which one would you say? It depends on how we're going to play this game. Because this where it just comes to level of understanding. I'm never going to tell you to pay it off cash. Um, but financing it to pay it off and hold on to it has its benefits and perks. Yes. Leases have their benefits and perks as well. But it depends on what car it is, how we can play with the taxes, where we can put it at in the business, right? Because... I believe in like every business doesn't win. Yeah. So you may start a touring company that does not become profitable. Like mm-hmm. when you said something earlier about people going on the road and they be they managers get this. Like I'd rather start my own touring company, take the money, put it in a touring company, and some of my touring expenses may be, hey, for the next six months, I know I'm gonna be on road. This vehicle is now my touring vehicle. So I financed it. And as I finance this vehicle, I'm, I'm making my touring company. And as it's my touring business, I go out, wrap it, put mark, put things on there to do lead generation. So now I put a QR code on there. So as we out in the vehicle going along the world, you see my face in the QR code and I'm collecting data everywhere I'm at. Mm. So that way I'm collecting that data, understanding the analytics of the people who's tuning in, who's tapping in with me. So I use that as a, a, a gauge to see who's aware of my brand. So I'm going to finance that car under a leasing company, I mean, under my touring company as a write-off, making sure it, it matches. If you want a foreign, you got to go with like a G-Wagon, a Lamborghini truck. These are things that, a Bentley truck, these are things that you can actually write off. But outside of just writing it off, you put it into play to where it becomes an asset, not mm-hmm. just, hey, I got a nice car, motherfucker, um, just to say I got one. Mm. Mm. That was real game. That wasn't just like, hey, pick one. He told you how to do it, what the register it as. Okay. Um, I usually ask, because this is the guy show, it stands for um, goats and underdogs. So I usually would ask you, like, do you consider yourself a goat underdog? But I feel like you're kind of in this weird place because you're like the goat of credit, but you're kind of the You can ask him, ask him. Let him say how you want Ask him. Let him say how you want it. I want to ask, like, when is your mission complete? When I die. Like This shit till death. Okay, so... I'm still going to ask the question. Do you okay. consider yourself a goat or underdog? I'm a goat. I know that's right. <laughs> goat. 100%. And why? Why do you think it's... What, what do you think makes you a goat? I'm a crack baby. That is not what I thought no, the answer was going to no, be. No, that's... That, that, to be honest, after that, there's nothing else to say. Nothing yeah, else to say. I'm here. It's over. So I'm going to tell you... I got to tell you something. We don't let people sit on a guy show on the blue couch unless we consider them a goat anyway. Mm. So today you've been goaded. Yeah. That's what we do here. Congratulations. I appreciate it. So I appreciate you for coming. Thank you for showing up. We celebrate you. You are a hero out here, and we appreciate you. And if everybody's following, y'all see why I want to interview this man. I think that y'all understood too. Like Absolutely. It's like I like the deep dives you go. So before we get out of here, I want to shout out our sponsor. Shout out to Yoko Vodka. Shout out to Tone Carry. Shout out to Him 500 for being on the show. And shout out to my co-host, Tamira, a girl from Harlem, and my cousin, Juju. Cousin Juju. And this is the God Show, and we are out. Woo, deuces. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.